From the Holy Gospel, according to Mark. Jesus said to his disciples, Be watchful, be alert. You do not know when the time will come. It is like a man traveling abroad. He leaves home and places his servants in charge, each with his own work and orders the gatekeeper to be on the watch. Watch, therefore. You do not know when the Lord of the house is coming, whether in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or in the morning. May he not come suddenly and find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to all, watch the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, let me pass by. Okay, you can sit down. Well, blessings to all of you in this new year. New year? Isn't that January 1st, we must ask ourselves? Well, that year, yes, but as hopefully most of you know, the first Sunday of Advent begins our church new year, and therefore it's an important occasion for us. It's a time of blessing, it's a time of grace, and certainly it's a time of great hope. The new year, the first Sunday of Advent actually began last evening at sunset, but now we begin our own 2024, and that's a great thing. So blessings to you in the new year. Now we all know that this new year that we celebrate today can't hardly compete with that of January 1st when uh, everything kind of explodes with uh, celebration. This is a quiet kind of new year, this first Sunday of Advent. How could it be otherwise? The competition between the church's new year and that of the rest of the world is, is almost too great. How can one, two, three, four little candles ever compete for attention against the fireworks that explode over every major city in the world on January 1st or December 31st? How can the simple, gentle, almost lullaby verses of O Come, O Come, Emmanuel ever compete against the drunken, loud, boisterous singing of the crowds of Old Lang Syne yet again, even though nobody understands the words? How can all of our hope 
in a savior coming to us ever compete with the vapid intentions that most people try to make on the 1st of January and never complete even after a few days. They don't compete at all. It's not even close. When it comes to celebrations, when it comes to noise, when it comes to all kinds of uh, craziness, Advent, the first Sunday of Advent, this new year of the church is nowhere near that of the society around us. And yet, it is in that very distinction that we find what's special about this Advent season as it comes around every year with a new year for us. What's special about Advent? What makes it profound and deep and potentially something which saves our hearts and our spirits and our souls from the crashing and banging and fractures of the world around us. Perhaps the first thing about Advent that is important is that it's a time of extraordinary human humility. So beautifully expressed in the words of the prophet Isaiah this morning. You know, Lord, we know we're a mess. Lord, we know that we try our best to follow you and we fail and fail and fail. You've given so much to us and we can't fix ourselves. We're, we're human beings and we've got love in us and all that kind of grace that you've put in our hearts and the ability to know and study and learn and, and love and be friends. And, and yet, we waste so much of that in our wars and our fighting and our hatreds of one another. Lord, we're a mess. But in human humility, bowing before you with contrition and also with trust. We know that you are nevertheless our Father and always will be so. We human beings in our humility know we're nothing but clay, but we are clay in your hands. We are the clay, you are the potter. And that makes all the difference in the world as we face our own brokenness as human beings. Humility. The second thing about the Advent season, this new year, that, that is remarkable and beautiful and important for us, that is, it, is it a quiet season? Unlike New Year's Day where it's all football games and firecrackers and explosions and alcohol being poured way too much. This is a quiet season. It's a time for shutting ourselves up a little bit, closing our mouths and listening, paying attention. It's a time for just being with God or letting God be with us. It's the image of Mary, not jabbering away with all of her teenage friends and her social media contacts but quiet by herself, able to hear the whisper of an angel that changes her life forever and allows her to do God's will in an extraordinary way. That kind of quietness is the hallmark, one of the hallmarks 
of this Advent season. And perhaps most important of all, our new year, this Advent year, begins with one of the most important words that Jesus speaks to his people. Watch. Be attentive. Keep your eye and your ear peeled. For God is about to do something new in our world. So watch, be attentive. This is a time of attentiveness to God. It's a time for keeping our eye peeled for those cracks in the concrete of this world that little flowers are able to grow out of and delight us with their power to come through even concrete. This is a season where we watch for God sort of seeping in through the fractures of of our human weakness. This is a time to keep our eyes and our ears tuned, watchfully, attentively, to the many small things that belie the evil of the world. In the midst of the horrors of war, a father or a mother gives their life up to save their child. That's God entering our world. When we find ourselves suddenly able to forgive our sister or our brother for what seemed unforgivable, it's only explainable through perhaps the Holy Spirit touching us, but our hearts are softened and forgiveness becomes possible and doable and done. That's what we're watching for in our lives. We're watching as well for peace. For peace in our own hearts when they're troubled. For the ability to know that even in our difficulties, even in our worries, even in all the things that can go wrong in life, we are not alone. And if we are humble and quiet, we can know that even in that suffering, God is near. God is with us. Even more, God suffers with us and points our eyes beyond the horizon of suffering and death and even the grave so that we might hope. So the anthem of this Advent season that we begin today, this new year that we begin today, is a simple one. It's a quiet one. It's a humble one. And it has far more significance for us than old Lang Syne. Maranatha. Come, Lord, come. Come.